Welcome to the In Plain Language Podcast. My name is Kelsey, and I'm the founder of Multi the Blue Tiger Bilingual Children's Books, found in homes and classrooms around the world. I'm truly so excited that you're here. You want your child's speech and language skills to thrive, which is exactly what this podcast will help make happen. Every other week, we'll be bringing you direct, tangible advice and tips about speech and language from top experts around the world. These are the language tools that will make an incredible difference in your child's life. I have really exciting news for you today. We just launched the new Multi the Blue Tiger online store, which features language learning audiobooks that continue Multi's adventures in English and Spanish, teaching kids new vocabulary along the way. These audiobooks even come with free printables of each story, with English and Spanish words color-coded for easy comparison, so your child can read along if they want. Get 15% off your order of language learning audiobooks by using the code PODCAST at checkout at multithebluetiger.com. Again, that's the code PODCAST at multithebluetiger.com. Here at Multi the Blue Tiger, we've known about the benefits of audiobooks for years, which is exactly why we wanted to create our own to help kids learn a new language. When your child listens to an audiobook, they reap the benefits. We talked to Justine Briere, PhD, a lecturer in the Reading Education Program at Vanderbilt University's Peabody College in Nashville, Tennessee. She says that audiobooks bridge the gap between what kids can read and what they want to read. Children want to read what their friends are reading, but sometimes between what they can read and between what they want to read, there's this gap that exists. So um, this is where audiobooks can come in really handy for kids. And so if parents identify that, for example, I know as a classroom teacher, I had students who were in third grade who really wanted to read the Harry Potter series when that was, it's still popular, but especially when it was really popular and they couldn't access the content, um, their reading level and just their decoding ability and their knowledge of vocabulary um, were inhibiting them from actually reading and understanding the text. However, what we know from research is that when students um, hear a book read and they hear proper intonation and the prosody of the reading that they're better able to understand. So audiobooks can kind of fill in this gap for students. I would say to parents for sure, I totally support the use of audiobooks. In fact, our 2020 Multi the Blue Tiger language report found that kids hear an average of 1,005 words in a 10-minute audiobook. That means if they listen to an audiobook for 10 minutes every day, they'll hear nearly 400,000 extra words in one year. It's okay if the audiobooks and words in them are repeated because repetition plays an important role in how kids acquire language. Not only do audiobooks expand your child's vocabulary, but they also strengthen their visualization skills. Consider this. Picture books help a child visualize what is happening in a story through images. Similarly, an audiobook can help a child visualize what they're listening to through its sound effects, like the sound of a babbling brook or a buzzing bee, and through how the narrator uses their voice to express happiness, sadness, surprise, and a wide range of other emotions. This can even entice reluctant readers to get into a story. 
Audiobooks also give kids a unique opportunity to strengthen their reading comprehension skills, says Briere. Yeah, and again, I think our listening comprehension level is higher than the reading comprehension level that a child might have when they're reading something solo. Kids are able to um, concentrate solely on visualization and comprehension when they're listening to an audiobook. Um, they don't have to worry about um, all of these things that often tax them, like are they able to decode? Can they, um, w- when they are decoding, when they're um, stuck on a word, sometimes what happens is children don't have the memory skills to go back and say, okay, what did the rest of the sentence say? So what happens is while they're decoding, they forget what they've already read. And when we're listening to an audiobook, of course, we don't have to worry about the decoding of each word in that way. So it frees up a lot of mental space for children to really sink into what does this text mean? Briere notes that Louise Rosenblatt, a highly influential researcher of literature, talked about the idea of a poem, the place where the reader and the text meet. The transaction that takes place there is unique to each reader, according to Rosenblatt. Briere says that listening to an audiobook, reading with a friend, or being read to by a friend or family member would all offer the chance for a transaction to take place if the child is interested and engaged. In fact, a number of experts consider listening to audiobooks a form of reading. Don't worry, it's not cheating, says Briere. A lot of teachers and librarians and um, even some parents think that listening to books is cheating and that real reading only happens when you're sitting down with a real book. And and some people even think that Kindle isn't even real reading. Um, My definition of reading is different than that. I'm thinking about reading as um, an intellectual process when we're reading a text and comprehending the text and inferring what the author has to say, when we're looking at informational content and thinking, okay, how can I make better sense of this, make connections to my own life and draw on um, experience that I have, and all of those sorts of things are reading to me. Audiobooks can also improve reading fluency. A lot of people think that reading fluency is just about reading out loud without choppiness, which is important, but it's also about reading at the right speed, not too fast or too slow, and reading with expression. In other words, speaking in a way that a certain character might, or simply not reading in a monotone voice as the narrator. If your child is familiar with a certain text and already knows how to decode the words in it, you can encourage them to try choral reading along with an audiobook. This basically means that they read aloud at the same time as the narrator, modeling their reading speed and expressions as they go. The type of modeling that kids are exposed to in an audiobook is incredibly beneficial, says Briere. That sort of modeling, it's it's really powerful for children, obviously, to read on their own. And I I would never argue against that. I I do think that reading on your own is important. But um, learning is a socially constructed endeavor. And so when teachers share read aloud or a parent reads to a child, or in this case, when a child is listening to an audio book, this is how we can socially construct learning. We can hear someone else um, pronounce words. We hear the way that you're talking about where um, a reader is um, pausing for emphasis or um, adding lots of expression in a certain part of a book. And this all helps a learner to grow and shape their understanding of the world. 
Um, I think the magic would be happening when a child is able to follow along with the book while they're listening to the audio as well. Um, I think it would be powerful to, especially for an early reader, to be following along kind of word by word, inferring as they hear what's being read. Um, at the same time, reading is meant to be something enjoyable, and um, there is lots of evidence that just sitting and listening to an audio book as a family is really powerful for a child. Um, again, anytime we can make this social and make it something where a family is talking about this text and they're able to share ideas about what comes next and make predictions. Um, all of those sorts of activities that might be done between parents and child will help the child to build more understanding of the text and to think deeper and wider about the meaning of this story and the characters and the morals and the plot and so on and so forth. There are a number of other things you can do to make the audiobook experience even more beneficial for your child. In this podcast, we've talked about asking questions during story time and allowing books to act as springboards to bigger conversations with your child. However, Briere stresses that it's not just about asking questions, but about asking better questions. So a long time ago, I read a book called Asking Better Questions by Julia Saxton. Saxton and, um, yeah, the key to socially constructing knowledge, I believe, is um, asking really good questions. And so some of the questions that you might think about when you initially think about asking questions to children about books that you're reading are like, who are the characters? What was the plot? Um, what happened next? How did the story end? What did you learn? And these are all pretty mundane questions that I think every parent probably already knows. But if you really want to kind of get into the story, and um, I call this like jumping into the story. So if you want to jump into the story, um, it's sort of fun to do this with kids where you kind of say, okay, well, um, what would you d have done if you were in this story? How would your actions have been the same or different? Or saying to them something like, you know, I wonder who holds the most power in this text. I wonder if we switch that power. What if they didn't hold that power? That character no longer had that power. How would that change the story? What if we gave the character who had the least amount of power all of the power? What would happen then? Or saying, wow, you know, the story made me think a lot of new things about the world. It made me think about what I might do differently in the future. What did it make you think about doing differently? Or did it? Or maybe saying something like, you know, does this story resemble your life in any way? In what ways does it resemble your life? Or maybe even, I, I know I'm just, I keep rattling off more, but something like, what if the story was told from someone else's perspective? Or what if this story was told um, in a text message? Could you tell me what the story would sound like if it was told in several text messages? Um, and I guess it just, I'm, I'm asking children and I'm hoping that parents might um, think about the story um, in a totally new lens to instead of thinking about a text arriving at you as a completely finished piece to instead look at it and say, nope, this is the beginning. It's the beginning of a new conversation about the same text. It's like anything that we see, you know, in movie theaters, we, we constantly see movies or stories that are retold. Little Woman just came out again, another rendition of it. And this is um, an example of somebody who looked at something that was supposedly fixed or finished, and they represent it to us in a totally new lens. 
Um, I find that personally pretty exciting to see what children will say. I, ca I ha cannot predict what they will say. And they often surprise me with just these incredible answers of what might have been or what could have been. You can also help your child get even more out of audiobooks by giving them the opportunity to choose which ones they want to listen to and by adjusting the speed of the audiobook for your child, says Briere. I think that it's really important to give your child the choice of what book they want to listen to. Um, I know that if you can get onto a book series for children, that can be a really special, exciting thing that kids like to do. Um, choosing the pace of the reader. A lot of times you can change the pace of the auditory reader or auditory book reader. Um, and so, yeah, if the pace is too fast, it can hinder comprehension for children. And again, if it's too slow, they may get bored. So allowing them to choose the pace that suits them best. Um, and I think that it's also really important for parents to be having these ongoing conversations with their children about the books that they're reading, for example, in the car on the way to school. Um, I know a lot of adults who I talk to say things like, um, oh, I don't really read that much, but I do listen to podcasts. And I always say to them, um, my colleague, Dr. Emily Pendergrass, she's wonderful and she works with me at Vanderbilt University. And she says, um, podcasts are reading too. Um, and again, tapping to this idea of the reading as an intellectual process. So in thinking about that, what sorts of downtime do we have with children where they could be um, reading with us? So in the car or waiting for dinner to be made, or um, even if the child is getting ready for bed at night, you can have an audiobook playing then. There's lots of time during the day where you could be actively listening while kind of doing some little mundane task that happens frequently and allowing this to be another point of intersection for you, the child, and the book. To do that, you can definitely repeat audiobooks, just as you would normal books. In fact, repeating books is really helpful for kids' reading and language skills. It gets kids more familiar with the setting and characters of a story, which is great for reading comprehension and visualization skills, and can get them hooked on a series if the book is part of one. As we mentioned before, it can also build reading fluency skills. In fact, Briere recommends that kids go back to books and audiobooks they love frequently. I really encourage children to read books over and over again, read poems over and over again, go back to audiobooks. Why not? Um, and audiobooks often have, they include music and the narrator's voice is kind of special. The way that the story is read is interesting. I especially like when the author reads the book or is it a guest and there's kind of like these supplemental materials where you get to see an interview or hear an interview with the author. Um, and all of those sorts of facets of the audiobook make it special and certainly would keep you coming back to it. Again, going back to what we talked about a little bit earlier, it would also help to, for example, listen to the story the first time and the second time that you go back, have the print text with you and follow along. Um, and then another activity might be to follow along and pause and create your own images to go with the story in sort of a comic book format or something like that. Um, much can be done with the audiobook. All of this said, keep in mind that at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong way to learn, including when it comes to audiobooks, says Briere. There's no wrong way to do this. 
if you're reading a newspaper article, if you're listening to a podcast, if you're um, watching a video and discussing it, if you're listening to an audiobook, but if you're listening to an audiobook, there is no way to cheat. There is no cheating in this. All of it is good. It's not a this or that. It's a yes and, yes and, yes and. Ready to get started? Don't forget, you can take 15% off language learning audiobooks in English and Spanish, which come with free read-along printables in our Multi the Blue Tiger online store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout on multithebluetiger.com. Here's a little sample of one of our new language learning audiobooks so you can take a listen. Multi walked along a trail of pebbles until she saw Mr. Brown Bear, El Señor Oso Pardo. Her scarf would fit him just right. Señor Oso Pardo, have you seen my yellow scarf? ¿Has visto mi bufanda amarilla? asked Malty. <sighs> Growled Señor Oso Pardo sleepily. No, Malty. <sighs> I woke up very early this morning to collect my honey, mi miel. I have not seen your yellow scarf. No he visto tu bufanda amarilla. His paws were covered in sticky honey, miel pegajosa. What do you think? Did Señor Oso Pardo take Malti's scarf? We'll be back with a new episode of In Plain Language in two weeks. In the meantime, if you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is light to everyone who works so hard to produce and contribute to each and every episode. We'll be featuring some of your reviews here, so stay tuned. For more language inspiration and tips, follow Multi the Blue Tiger on social media. 